Deanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I have with me Christina Hamlet, here to talk about her books, writing, and all things cozy. Christina, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Well, hi there, Snoops and Sleuths. It's really nice to meet kindred spirits who love cozy mysteries as much as I do. And I really appreciate Leanna inviting me on her program. It's fun to be here. Well, it's great to have you here as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your books? Okay, well, my current project is a cozy mystery series. Everything is set in the United Kingdom. And even as we speak, I am working on the sixth book in the series. The first five are already out there and available in paperback and also Kindle. Wow. So is any of your writing inspired by your actual life? Oh, absolutely, Leanna. I I would have to say almost all of it. With respect to the Cozy series, I am very much the protagonist in it. What we have in common is um, we're well-traveled, we're romantics, we have a wild and wacky sense of humor. And what I bring to the table in not just the Cozy series, but all of the things I do, is I spent 16 years in theater as an actress and a director, and that's where I honed my skills for snappy dialogue and set design and great pacing. That's really fascinating. Uh, I always find it hard not to put a little bit of myself into books. (laughs) I think we all do. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I think it makes our characters a little bit more believable when we can put our just that little bit of our actual lives into our books. (laughs) So do you have any advice for those who want to write or write cozy specifically? I think any genre that a person wants to write, uh, they need to be familiar with what is already out there. What's the competition doing? And I, I strongly recommend reading cozy mysteries if that's what you want to write uh, or watching um, cozy mystery television series. Uh, For instance, I subscribe to BritBox. There are all kinds of wonderful cozy mysteries out there that can inspire you and get you used to what a cozy is and what a cozy isn't. I teach an online class in cozy mystery writing. And the one thing I always catch with my new students is it's very clear they have no idea what a cozy is. I think they might be better suited to grisly, hard-boiled mysteries and violence. And I have to say, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Let me rein you in here. Cozy mysteries are like like the Brits, uh, very polite. Uh, Murders and mayhems and dastardly things all very politely and conveniently take place off stage. 
the amateur sleuths never witness anything grisly. They they rarely come upon bodies in case the body, unless the bodies have tumbled down the stairs or they've been poisoned by chocolate or or something very neat and, and very pristine. So there's no grisliness in cozies. So if you want to write a cozy mystery, uh, get out there, uh, uh, type in cozy mysteries in your search engine on Amazon and you'd be amazed how many come up. And if you really want to delve into the past, I would say the first and best example of cozy mysteries was something I grew up on, and that was Nancy Drew Mysteries. Nancy and her friends never witnessed anything gruesome. They were too busy trying to unlock themselves from closets or sneak around at night and spy on supposedly abandoned cottages with their little Girl Scout penlight flashlights. And that's the earliest example I can recommend. If you want to know what a cozy is, go read some Nancy Drew. Or uh, if you want to watch something on television, uh, Murder, She Wrote is an excellent example of cozy mystery writing. This was a television series in the 1980s, which was created by my friend Peter S. Fisher and starred Angela Lansbury, who coincidentally was a mystery writer and living in Cabot Cove, Maine, and the common joke being that Cabot Cove, Maine was secretly the murder capital of the world because every single week, Jessica would always uncover something going on in Cabot Cove. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm familiar with the Murder, She Wrote series. I love watching the reruns of that. Though I always wonder, how did that small town keep its population? <laughs> I I really have to wonder. Uh, the series took a turn uh, after a very, very long run when it was decided by the producers, maybe they were running out of bodies in Cabot Cove, Maine. I don't know. But they decided to have uh, Jessica Fletcher as a professor, I think of criminology, at a university in New York. And maybe the thinking was by shifting all of the action to New York, it didn't matter how many dead bodies she ran across because, hey, it was New York and they probably weren't even noticing as the body count went up. <laughs> right. Yeah. So in your own writing, do you have a favorite character or would you get in trouble with your other characters? Oh, I'd probably get in trouble with the other characters. So mum's the word, Liana. We're not going to tell them. Uh, just like asking actors, what's the favorite role you've ever played? It's always going to be whatever one they are playing at the moment. And what I am doing at the moment, in addition to all of the plays that I write for my British publisher, uh, my favorite character is Rocky, who is my amateur sleuth in my cozy mystery series. I identify a lot with her. She's the younger version of me. 
And I like to imagine myself having all of the grand adventures throughout the United Kingdom that she and her boyfriend, John Tapping, have. <laughs> That's wonderful. And you're right. It When you ask an author what their favorite character is, a lot of the times it is, well, it's the one I'm working on right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I would have to say it's the same with me, too. It's like, okay, well, what am I working on right now? And yeah, that one's my favorite. <laughs> well, I plan for this series to go on for a very long time. I'm on book number six now. I envision at least 10 or 12 books. And the reason I didn't do this as a standalone is as I was Coming up on the end of the first book, I realized I had fallen in love with my characters and I really, really didn't want to say goodbye to them. And what better way to never have to say goodbye, but to just not say goodbye, keep writing new adventures for them for as long as you want. That's so true. So I think you've touched on this a little, but do you have an author that's most influenced your writing? Well, two of them, uh, starting with Agatha Christie. When I was growing up and when I wasn't reading Nancy Drew, I was reading Agatha Christie mysteries. And she had this remarkable gift of making her readers think they were really smart because she would put enough red herrings out there. You'd be reading along and thinking, yes, yes, I know who the murderer is. And then two chapters later, she would kill that suspect off. And it would throw you into a complete tailspin because you had been so focused on what you thought you had figured out. She was the queen of foreshadowing and red herrings. And if there's one thing I consistently do in the cozies, I liberally sprinkle them with red herrings and false clues to make readers think they're really smart and they've figured things out. And to take a more modern example of a cozy mystery writer I greatly admire, that would be Reese Bowen. And she's written quite a few series, but my favorite series she has is the Royal Spinus series. And that one is fun because it's romantic and flirty and humorous. And her intrepid heroine keeps stumbling over dead bodies, even when she's not going in search of them. Uh, her writing is just fresh and breezy and funny. And all of her supporting characters make up an incredible cast. And that's a similarity with what I'm doing with my Cozy series. I have recurring characters and readers are always delighted to see them again and catch up on their lives, even though the main characters are Rocky and John. They like to know what their friends are up to. And I give them that opportunity with every book. That's great. And I love asking that question because I end up with my to-be-read list just growing and growing and growing. 
So if you and your main character sat down for coffee, or whatever your preferred caffeine intake is, what would your character drink and what would you drink? Oh, absolutely. Both of us would have some lovely British tea with honey and milk and probably some scones. And we'd talk about what she'd like to do next with her life so that I could write about it. <laughs> oh, that that sounds absolutely delightful. <laughs> so... When you're not writing, what hobbies do you have? Well, I play the piano. I have a 1906 upright grand, and I love uh, noodling around with Broadway show tunes, which gets back to all of those years that I spent in theater. Uh, I'm also a gourmet chef, as was my late husband. And I collect art. And my favorite artist to collect, I have a number of lithographs of his, was a Polish-American artist named Charles Wysocki. And all of his pictures uh, are absolutely beautiful. Uh, if he had, had not been an artist, he would have been an exceptional architect because of these wonderful gingerbread Victorian houses and seafaring villages. And there is such an energy and spirit to everything he did. Uh, I used to tell my late husband, uh, if there's such a thing as reincarnation, I would like to be reincarnated into one of Charles Wysocki's paintings because I want to explore those houses and meet all of those little people and pet the houses and the dogs and have a very happy afterlife. <laughs> that is so cool. And those paintings sound amazing. They they really are. So how can my how can my snoops and sleuths follow you? Oh, that is very easy, Leanna. They can go to www.authorhamlet.com. That's author, like writer, A-U-T-H-O-R, Hamlet, H-A-M-L-E-T-T. Don't forget that second T. I, I like to tell people Shakespeare misspelled his Hamlet. It really should have been two Ts, like me. Anyway, authorhamlet.com. If you can't remember that, just remember Christina with a C and Hamlet with two Ts. And I show up in search engines all over the place. Because in addition to the cozies, I write stage plays and articles and interviews. I have a couple of business books. I teach online classes. Uh, once you start looking for me, it's very, very hard to get away from me. And I will certainly be sure to include the link to your website in the show's notes. Yeah. I have had so much fun talking with you. I can't believe we're already on the last question. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your last question? Hit me with it. What is one complaint your characters would have about you as an author? 
That's easy. That would be if I ever make the mistake of leaving them alone for too long. Uh, if I go on vacation and I'm I'm sure they sit around and, and they say, well, where did she go? She hasn't been at her keyboard all day. Oh, no, it's been three days. Where is she? And they have things to do and to say, and they get very impatient with me. And I always worry that if I took an extended vacation for maybe two or three weeks, they would get so mad at me, they would just go ahead and they would finish the book themselves. They'd, they'd get tired of waiting for me to come back. And when I first started doing the cozy, I had a very clear idea of who my characters were and what was going to happen to them. And I, I think all of us authors have characters who talk to us and nag us. And they would say, well, I want to do such and such. And my first response would be, well, this isn't your story. I'm the author. This is mine. Just shut up already. I know what I'm doing. And the more I would think about it, the more I realized my characters know the stories better than I do. And I have learned to listen to them. So they no longer get mad at me for not listening to them because I listen to them. They really have good ideas. So I go ahead and I do what they want to do. But they still get mad at me if I'm away from my keyboard for more than three days and they want to put out a search for me because they're impatient for me to get on with their story. <laughs> oh, I love that. With me, when my characters get mad, they don't search for me. They stop talking to me like petulant little two-year-olds. <laughs> And it's like, okay, I'm sorry. I goofed on the story. Tell me what you want. <laughs> well, I would like to add one more thing about this cozy series. Ideally, I would like readers to read the books in order, starting with a little larceny in Linmouth and going through. Uh, but each of the books could be read as a standalone if, for instance, you read the fourth book first. And one of the trickiest things to manage with any kind of series is that you want to satisfy the people who are already excited about the series and the characters and not bore them with things that they already no, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, why are we reading this? We already know all that stuff from book one. And in the case of, of murders and mayhem, you need to be very careful in subsequent books to never give away anything in the earlier books for those people who read them out of order. So what I do is a lot of teasers. I allude to things and to characters that happened in the prior books. So if they end up reading the latest book first, it makes them even more curious to find out what they missed in the first five. So that's good to know. It is good, good to know and very 
a very interesting way to get readers interested in reading earlier books. Well, I had so much fun talking with you, Christine. But it was fun. Thank too. you for being on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Well, Snips and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on the Cozy Sleuth. I'd like to thank you all for joining me on my journey. And if you're a cozy mystery author out there who'd like to be on the show, feel free to reach out to me at www.thecozysleuth.com slash contacts and we'll get you on the schedule. Also, if you like cozy mysteries read by live actors, check out the Cozy Mystery Rats Maze wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Until next time, this is Leanna Shield saying, keep cozy! <laughs>